I make beats, Donovan. Did you make this one? <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Welcome Super to creepy. the Art Fight Podcast. I'm here with Joe Nolan, and we have a very special guest that I'm going to let you introduce, but listen, we are, what, 10 episodes or something into this? 10 and episodes. we have a champion fighter here in the room right now. Yeah. Wow. All right. So <laughs> just, Joe, be your normal self, right? Don't. Yeah. In the presence of greatness, it's important to be authentic. <laughs> all right. Uh, but anyway. Hashtag right. authentic. <laughs> but anyway. All right. So Art Fight Podcast, episode 10. Uh, Joe Nolan, thank you for being here. And our special guest is Donovan Salvato, the Jonathan Ivy Cage Fighting Championships welterweight champion undefeated undisputed submission specialist donovan salvato god uh that interest for both of you guys i'm looking around like who's the champion in the room and uh got and my heart racing god. prodigy prodigy undefeated prodigy that's what they undefeated called Undefeated prodigy is that what it Dude, was i don't oh, even okay. it, it's crazy though it's, i still feel so new to everything um uh Jeez, got my heart racing. Right. You guys, you guys introduced me like, yeah. right. This, right. This Thank is the hardest part of the battle, Donovan. Getting used to this part of it. Yeah. This, yeah, yeah. Every everybody. You gotta get people. used to media, man. You yeah. Gotta get used to media, yeah. like and especially like like weird wingnut people like me and Joe are like, dude, just come over. We're just gonna talk. Yeah. Um, Come over. Right, yeah, thanks for having me over, guys. Of no, course, I, man. I, I don't feel that special yet. I just get back to training. I've got. A uh, pro jujitsu match next Saturday, yeah, so right. it's kind of like I've already looked, put that mm-hmm. kind of in the rearview mirror. Is that uh, until, is that the is that called like Battle Mountain or something? No, like this that? one's going to okay. be a grappling games. It's going to uh, be okay. at the Nashville Nashville Fairgrounds, March third. Right so, on. That's no, cool. It's, it's going to be a good time. I think there's like fifteen pro jujitsu matches, super yeah. fights. Whoa! So, uh, no striking, all jujitsu, all submissions. Oh, okay. So uh, this will be my first one. Oh, so interesting! I'm excited for it. There's, there's only one first, right? Like, right. That's, a, that's how I feel. Right. So, one thing after another. I'm already on to the next thing. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, the next fights will be July, August. So that's way down. What's your What's your weight like right now? Are you? Are, I sit at 170 right now. So okay. I fought at 170. You fought at 170. You're, you're staying. And I, yeah. I walk at 170. My right. next fight's going to be at 155, though. So I'm oh, going to cut weight. Oh, and, interesting. Uh, it'll be a title fight. Mm-hmm. At 155, Let's so I'll uh, have two belts. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. There we go. <laughs> the champ, champ. <laughs> no, no, no hesitation there. Let's uh, um, let's back up a little bit. Uh-huh. So, um, you know, people who listen to the podcast know a little bit about the fact that I train at the UFC gym in Hendersonville. Love training there. Literally, the very first person I ever talked to at the gym was when I called them on the phone just to see what was going on over there. And Donovan, you were literally the first person I ever talked to. At that time, you were working at the gym. And and then you were one of the first people I met at the gym when I joined the gym. And um, uh, it's it's been very exciting, even for somebody like me, who I don't even have amateur ambitions. I'm just like, as I like to say, Donovan, I'm just trying to knock out high blood pressure. <laughs> I'm going to make it submit, and then I'm going to ground and pound it. There you go. Everyone has their own battle right, right? there. There's so. my battle, right? So, so I don't even have you know amateur ambitions, let alone professional fighting ambitions. But that said, uh, it makes me feel so good that I'm training at a place where you know, we're, we're all these, all these, uh, winning fighters are coming out of. And now 
the champion. <laughs> so I, I don't, uh, I, I know it's, it, I know it's funny and I don't want to make you feel too uncomfortable about it, but it's very special, man. And it makes me feel very good to be in the same situation as you, to have trained with you some, to see, you know, to have gotten to know you and like, have you be the person who got me into that gym in the first place. It makes me feel like, yeah, this is like, I made a good choice. You know what I'm saying? Well, thank you, man. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it feels good. It's really humble and still working out with everyone. You know? Yeah. Not just training with, fighters that think like me yeah just being around everyone and seeing what their fight and struggle is too yeah because uh i don't don't know i i I just enjoy it Mm -hmm. i just enjoy being around everyone it makes me feel normal Mm -hmm. not like a fighter all the time not the Mm -hmm. pressure of being a fighter just go and hang out with everyone at the gym yeah talk and hang out yeah work out get Mm -hmm. beat up tired Mm -hmm. what was your what like what one of the things you know like when we talked before the last time i talked to you before you actually had your fight um, we talked about the fact that you had your fight coming up. Um, well, tell me the name of your opponent again. Uh, Steve Stover. Steve Stover. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, and that was not the original? No, the original opponent was Caleb Miller. Okay. But he had some life things come up. And sure. Okay. Okay. So he, um, yeah. uh, Steve Stover took it up with a month in advance, uh-huh. uh, which was perfect. I appreciate him for that. Yeah. And uh, he was, he's six and three, he, or uh-huh. six and four now, I'm sorry. Yeah. But uh, he had six knockouts and... Yeah, three losses, and known more primarily fight. as a striker. Was that right? Yep. And, and I mean, he hit yeah. hard. He got yeah. he hit me a few times when we were on the ground. I think I had a wall <laughs> on my head, and uh, that was just a few punches. So yeah. uh, no, he he hit like a brick. Right. You told me that day that I saw you at the thing. You know, you were telling me that he's more of a striker, and and then you won your first fight by submission, right? Mm-hmm. And so I thought. I, so I think I was asking you, like, what well, you planning to to submit him, right? And you, and you were sort of like, I'm going to stand with him for a bit, but then. He ended up taking you down. That was like right in the first moments that of the fight. That was surprising. So to walk us through like that point. You guys come out, you throw a few strikes, you're moving around a little bit, oh. and then all of a sudden, what well, happened? It started. Uh, <laughs> and you don't even have a range. You don't have anything. Uh, that's what I was filling him out. Yeah. <laughs> it started. We, yeah. we touched gloves. We were both in the middle. He kicked me. I, I uh, smiled at him, and then he smiled back at me. I was, like, I was like, okay, you got me right there. That was a nice little kick. I'm ready for him. Now. Um and then uh, I was just walking him down, walking him down. Every time he would throw a punch, I would just back up and get out of range. And uh, I, I think that made him feel real uncomfortable real quick. You know, he, he just came in slugging really hard and couldn't hit me. And uh, I had his back on the cage, and I was ready to start going then. And I think he felt that. And um, and then, yeah, he took me down, which I feel really comfortable there. Mm-hmm. So, huh. It was is, weird because that, right that's, that's kind of the reason I'm bringing it up because, I mean, according like to our conversation, you know, the conversation I'm having with you as somebody that I've known for a year or so and, and you know, and I know that you've had a previous fight and that you won it by submission and I've seen you walking around in your gi, you know, after, after jujitsu class, you know. So it's like, you know, when we were talking about that, it, you know, it seemed to me like that's where you, that's the, that would have been the easiest place for the fight to go for you and it went right there. It, it, yeah. Watching it, over and over it was like it, it, felt, it felt almost unreal the way it happened it was like it happened right I didn't have to yeah. get the takedown he did it for me yeah um and what happens then? He's got you down. You guys are right by the cage. I oh. saw this on a Facebook video where for a second there, I kind of lost the action because the camera had to literally just point right straight down over the cage because you guys were right yeah, underneath yeah. it. We were right on the cage. And uh, so I had I was in what what's called a butterfly guard and I mm-hmm. had my feet in his legs. But he started to stand up and it started to slip out. And mm-hmm. that's when he hit me. And when he popped up, I just went underneath him and mm-hmm. got on his leg and took his ankle and finished with a straight ankle lock. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, 
Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was really. It was really a pretty dramatic uh, transition <laughs> there from from you being like in what looked like all of a sudden the serious ground and pound I, situation. I felt really good. I felt really comfortable. <laughs> just, I, just I, like I got. Oh, well, I as he like, said, it was serious. <laughs> yeah, he, like yeah, I said, those punches. I didn't feel them at the time. I felt them like later that night. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like just rubbing my head. Yeah. I was like, wow. <laughs> uh, it, it, it all happened so fast. Everything. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Thinking about it, it just happened so fast. Yeah. To... And what what time was it? The first round, what was the, what was it? Uh, like what? Like... One minute, 42 seconds. I was going to say like a minute 40. I mean, it just like, just my feeling of that video was like, I mean, just barely over a minute and a half. I mean, it was a very, it was a very fast. It wasn't like a super dramatically fast victory in the sense of like you, all of a sudden you see something happening. Oh my God, is he going to get him? Blah, blah, blah. It wasn't kind of like that. It was sort of like this happened. That was weird. This looks really terrible. Oh my God, he's got him. It's over. <laughs> you know, I, I, yeah. I, I worked that situation a lot during the camp, just yeah. being on my back. If I was getting ground and pound mm-hmm. and, um, I worked that specific move like uh-huh. three weeks before that, uh-huh. like that situation. Exactly. I was getting beat up on against the, uh, the cage Uh huh. And I, I didn't know what to do right there. Uh-huh. And I thought about it overnight. And then the next day, I asked my coaches, I asked Sean and Corey both. It's like, if I'm on the ground like this, can I swoop under and grab the ankle? And they were like, they both said, yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, that that's what's so weird to me is that that's exactly what happened. Yeah. So Three weeks cool. later. And I guess in that scenario, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know anything about what no, I'm no, talking no, no, about. No, no, no. But, I, but in my observations, uh-huh. it seems like if you're in that position and you have access to somebody's ankles, but you're on the bottom... Uh, you, cause you've seen like, uh, like what McGregor did to Nate Diaz. Yeah. Where he swept, like, like where there's just, there's some trips and things that can happen. What this look almost not even possible. Cause how can somebody from the bottom get this ankle and have somebody's weight going on that the person on top of them is now going backwards uh-huh. <laughs> and yeah. teetering on, uh, you right. know, like I, I think that, yeah. like, so when you get into that scenario, when you're talking about going for an ankle, are you thinking then there's three or four different outcomes if you can secure an ankle or is it just like, I'm going for the ankle lock in that situation. I knew I had it. Yeah. So I, I locked onto it. I uh, didn't really think awesome. I, uh, <laughs> I could hear my coach on the side saying with my other hand, one hand had the ankle and he was telling me to protect my face with my other hand. And who was yelling at Sean? Uh, Corey was yelling that. Okay. One. Corey, Corey was yelling that. And, uh, once he finally fell down, Sean started yelling belly down mm-hmm. and then yeah. if you watch the video you'll see me look at Sean and mm. then just go belly down uh-huh. and finish it right there uh, that's awesome. so. so how much this is one thing I always wonder about because it's obviously important to be able to hear your your people in the middle of a fight and get instructions and all that how much are you able to listen to what the other instructions are to be able to anticipate what they're doing because there's so many times oh, where, I'm, I'm really focused I can hear them as well yeah and I'm really quick at countering whatever their coach is saying because it feels to me like I don't know when I'm just watching right and you can hear both corners I'm like no, I'm, they're just especially if somebody's really you know there's certain fighters you can tell that are really like tethered to what their coaches are telling them and mm-hmm. they are literally just following the script of what they're being told to do. Mm-hmm. Like there's not a lot of freestyle things happening in between there at all. Like they're just in there to follow the script. And I'm just thinking, man, it, you know, if you can really hear that, then you just wait for them to call out, you know, it's like, I guess people have codes and things that get tricky, but I mean, ultimately how long is it for you to figure out that that means like go for the single leg or something, you know, like yeah. what's cool is just working with Corey and Sean and them. Uh, they let me just play around and have a good time. And then they'll yell something out like if I'm already moving into something. Yeah. So uh-huh. if I'm if they see something that I don't see and they'll start yelling it. 
And, uh, and what are all the codes that your coaches say, just so we can have it recorded? Not, I'm just kidding. Not, not, not even really codes. They'll just say it. Okay. Just, Headline. I think because some people Corey, get really Corey weird was, with their codes. Oh yeah, no, mm. just tell me what to do. I don't want to think too much. Right, right. Yeah. I'm in there trying not to get hit. What's, what's <laughs> yeah. Right. What's the, what is the green machine? I, no, forget. Yeah, I forget. Too much. So yeah, Corey was yeah. at one point green yelling fifty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> he was just yelling it's forty-three. Guillotine right? butterfly. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, he was telling me to have his head and go for that choke, and then yeah. also go for the sweep at the same time. Uh-huh. Yeah. But in the fight, you see that I lose control of his head, and so I start. Trying to work a different sweep, and uh-huh. he posh it up. Dude, he did hit me three good times. Uh, <laughs> one, See, now, there two, was a little three. bit. One, yeah. two, three. Yeah, three. and I remember there being some action, but I think again, I think from the point of view of the the uh, Facebook video I saw, I think you see his back, but you can't really see. You see that he's you know pump, you know punching down at you, but you can't really see like what's happening. As I remember, I don't remember seeing like oh, and he got you that time, didn't he? <laughs> you know, it, it wasn't like but, that. Yeah. It was just like a quick burst like yeah. that. But yeah, um, there's just like a there's a moment of like some some serious looking ground and pound and then you guys topple over and then the fight's done because you got him you know what i mean pretty amazing <laughs> so like when you're when 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 they're introducing you and everything right and it's just like a few seconds before you know the the bell's gonna ring to start the fight is there any part of you that is thinking about like sort of assessing yourself like um am i ready do i have everything or like i don't know or um like trying to force, like I see that as like a weird Zen kind of place to be, and and, that's, and it's it I, don't, I guess I guess what I'm curious, it really is. So I guess what I'm curious about is sort of like I'm sure it's different for different people, but um you know, and then some people are known to be sort of slow starters, and I think that maybe they it just takes they're on a different bell curve of getting in the the zone with it. But I guess I'm always always curious. Like I just in my experience, the only thing I've ever done is like you know play shows, right, like music or whatever, and. And I think about like what's going through my mind if I'm about to play like a really you know big show or something, and I'm responsible for all well, these what's things. Going, what's going through your mind, right? So that situation right there. I think usually in that in that situation, I'm either just already annoyed at some idiosyncratic thing, like this monitor is over here and it's not. It's like one of the speakers are blown on it. Or does that throw you off your game though, or do you just it, go with the flow and I channel it if like if there's any frustration or things that are just like environmental that are happening that are not going my way I I tend to take whatever energy that that is that's frustrating and put it into just exacting force of you know what I'm hitting on, on a drum or whatever <laughs> like I just try to like bring it all in but 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 I think I, I, I wonder if the performance is in any way uh, similar to, to fighting, not because of the implications. I respect <laughs> those are widely yeah. different. Um, like I can just be terrible and go home. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, I'm not going to get kicked in the face. Yeah, yeah. Same, uh, same thing. Although I could be terrible, maybe in print. Yeah. Yeah. Right, but I just... but I do think that Nashville would have like there'd be a music renaissance if those were the implications of like yeah, if we got to kick somebody in the head every time they did a bad show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, right. The but, bar would go very high. But I guess what there'd I be think much of, less music in, in yeah. The city. But I guess what I, what I just think about is um like there's definitely a, a point of I'm in the moment I'm getting prepared I'm setting up whatever things are about to to kick off or whatever and then definitely as soon as it starts it's just you're just trying to get into it but then quickly you're trying to figure out how do I get to that place where I'm automatic like where I'm not I'm already there yeah instincts I'm or just there. yeah um uh, as weird as this sounds I I get into this obsessive mode and I dream about it and mm. I just fantasize about all different situations mm-hmm. so as I'm walking through it, it's like, wow, this is surreal. I've already been here. I've done this before. Yeah. And you hear your song and it's like, 
this is perfect. This is what I set it up to be. Mm. And then you just walk out and you just see all the people and they start yelling. The lights are going. Yeah. Um, the refs are there. They're wiping Vaseline on your face. That's where it just, it happens so quick right there. You know what's, that, you know what's that, funny? That's is, when it's all automatic because I've already yeah. done it all. So mm-hmm. it's just, I'm walking through it already. Yeah, yeah that's cool. So, I've, 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 taken, I've done a lot of photography of, uh, not a lot, but definitely some uh, like sort of cage side photography and, and gotten to know some fighters and been able to like really have full access to be right there when everything's happening, you know, out, just outside of the cage. Especially, I, I feel like... Uh, I, some of the best photos that I've ever gotten that really capture, I think, what's really going on are actually at the, exactly at that point where they're, where, uh, where the, you know, commission's checking everything for the last second and you're getting the Vaseline on the face and everything. And there's something, there's something in, in just a, uh, if I'm just watching this and I'm just looking at it and I'm obviously not directly involved, but I'm so right there, it really feels like almost like a sort of a religious or spiritual sort of coronation kind yeah. of a I, is it I, like an anointing yeah it's, it is it's like there's something really powerful visually about yeah. that exact moment really that is, you can yeah. tell that everybody's I don't care what fighter it is yeah. like you have to sit still because they yeah. have to I almost feel like I was being knighted almost yeah, like, yeah. You're, and then he's Actually, the ref was like, hey, good walkout song. So it was like, what, what, is, what is your walkout song? Uh, it was uh, Kickstart My Heart by Molly <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so I was really excited. That was really a frustrating part for me was trying to pick a song. Before that, uh, I, got I, went, it. I went through Kickstart so many songs. My heart. I was asking everyone and everyone was like, rap songs, rap songs. And, yeah. I was, and at, at one point it was like Square Dance by uh, Motley or uh, by Eminem. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I'm just yeah. going to you know, bring this yeah. angry Sometimes thing. Sometimes they'll, you know, they'll bring this whole block of Eminem music to uh, to the the UFC gym when I'm there training, and Eminem is very going. good, very going. good to fight to. So, uh, <laughs> that was it. Dude. I, I had my guitar. How I felt, did, I felt like you a get rock here? star. How'd you get here? Uh, <laughs> I mean, how'd you come? To, how was, did you decide this? It was the the, the, the intro, the motorcycles, right? No, I don't know that right there, and it's a guitar movie. I, that's what got it and I was like I want <laughs> everyone to hear bar. that yep. yeah. I want everyone to know I'm coming I'm like what What the hell is that Yeah. and then they're gonna see me walk out yep. and then I felt like a rock star I felt yeah like that's Motley awesome right man that like, is a great intro rock star right that's what it felt like in there that night so so we're, we, we end up kind of going all over the place and I want to talk to you a bit more about your coaches I want to talk to you a bit more about like what have you done as a kid like leading up to this point in terms of martial arts but since we're talking about music I know that you also play guitar Guitar some is that just something you do kind of casually That's or just casual? Yeah, just, but is it? But what do you what do you get out of doing that? I don't know. It just yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a fun satisfaction, I guess. Yeah, I'm learning something. Uh, I'm starting to get to the point in my guitar playing where I'm learning the theory and music, uh-huh. and uh, that's just like a whole other language. Uh huh. So, do you just play the acoustic? Because I've seen pictures of you with an acoustic. I've got an electric as well. Oh, okay, what kind of electric uh, you got? Uh, Fender Strat. All right, Strat man. So once, but I'm going through a huge Led Zeppelin phase right now. Yeah. So I'm probably about to get a Gibson Les Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just a rock instrument. Yeah. Um, no, uh, I love it all though. Yeah, that's cool. I love, I love it all. I just, I just wonder about it because I feel like, you know, like we've talked about, like, so, you know, uh, a lot of times when we've had, you know, artists on here, we find out that they've got a background in fighting in some way or that they're interested in, you know, watching combat sports or whatever. Um, but then also, uh, you know, uh, when we have a fighter on here, I just, it's, I know that you have these other creative pursuits and I just, it's interesting to know like how, where does that fit in your life? And it's just a different release. Um, yeah. 
some I enjoy video games a lot too. Uh-huh. So uh, I this is basically a day with me. Uh-huh. It's, it's either me playing my guitar. Uh, it's all a gym once or twice a day. Yeah. Uh, video games and running with my dog. Yeah. And just whenever I can fit any of that in, just to keep my time going. And I sleep a lot. Yeah. So uh, some days I won't. I won't play my guitar for like a week or two just because mm-hmm. I'm so exhausted from everything else I'm doing. Just right. running with my dog and training <clears> in the gym. But right now it's I've got a little more free time. I'm not training. I'm training hard, mm-hmm. but it, it's not a fight. So it's right. not like the mental stress right, right. now. Yeah. I've got a little free time to play my guitar. And that's right now where I'm at. Just mm-hmm. having a blast with my guitar. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. I find it good to always have something else that, you know, if you're training really hard in one area or just doing something a lot that you enjoy, you got to have something that's counter or different to that. But it's all symbiotic, right? I mean, if you're training jujitsu, then you're learning a language and you're learning a tradition and you're looking at what people did that came before you and then figuring out what your unique spin can be on it. And even if you're just doing it casually, you know, somebody can still have that experience and then have, you know, I think it's good to do multiple things. I, I would imagine that probably makes, especially with, without the physical consequences attached to any other pursuit, I would imagine it makes it uh, sort of easier. Your brain's got to be super malleable to understand jujitsu and, and you've got to be quick and understand systems and, and sequences and all these things. And music is really not that much different Dude, I tell you uh, what music is one of the hardest things I've ever tried to grasp in my life yeah. <laughs> I love it but it I've, let's see I picked it up like five years ago and I still wouldn't even call myself average you know yeah I, I could play some songs mm-hmm. but I don't well I, it, I don't see myself as a musical guy though mm-hmm. so or a really artsy guy I enjoy art and mm-hmm. I love it but I don't see my brain like as an artsy guy. Mm-hmm. But but do you, that's just me. Though. But what about your fighting? Right, like you're fighting. <laughs> you're fighting. Your fighting is your creativity. Like that is where you express yourself. And I watch myself, yeah. and I'm like, "What the hell are you doing? You look goofy when you do that." Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so I, I'm just a, a big critic on myself. I yeah. guess I critique myself really hard. I don't think I'll ever really be good at anything. Mm-hmm. But that's I know that, that I know that but feeling. That, that, I just I'm always trying to set the bar and push myself yeah. to the next level. Mm-hmm. So I try not to get comfortable. It's really easy. This last two weeks, going to Miami and being in vacation. Yeah. <laughs> and the week before that, so fight week, I took it really easy as well, you know. I think I went hard on Monday, and then the rest of the week, I was mm-hmm. just hanging out, trying not to gain too much weight. And, uh, and You then, were like, literally, though, you literally got home from Florida and came straight to the gym. We were there. Obsessing uh, over. I'm the we champ. Were there. I got the target on my back. Yeah, yeah. we were there. We were there last. <laughs> it was actually a week ago tonight. We yeah, were there Thursday. on Thursday night. We yeah. had just gotten done with our uh, mixed martial arts class, and Donovan came in and sparred with us. <laughs> sparred with pretty much no, everybody, I think. That was a good time. You guys, you guys had me going. I, I was excited. You... I just got back from vacation, mm-hmm. and I was like, geez, I haven't trained in almost two weeks. Uh-huh. Yeah, I got to get to it. I, the fight was really quick. I wasn't. I could fight again the next day. I wasn't really sore or tired. Um, so yeah, I had a lot of energy that day. You guys wore me out. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Wore me out. Yeah, <laughs> that was a Did fun. Just, that was a fun, uh, a fun, fun, a fun night. We had a bunch of a uh, bunch of good people. That's a good class. I really enjoyed that class. A bunch of like cool, cool folks who you know, like everybody's a good. Uh, I mean, at least in my experience there, everybody's always like a good training partner where it's like, yeah, you know, no one's ever malicious. Trying yeah. To really. Like yeah. Knock each other's head. Yeah. Off, and so. at the same time, everybody's trying to sort of push their own boundaries and push your boundaries. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yep. And so it's like it always feels I always here's basically what it comes down to is like 
like this, that was one of the first times that I've actually gotten through two rounds of sparring after class and felt like, ah, oh, like I, I don't feel completely like I'm dead. I do feel like I, I was able to sort of get through that second round, which is like, normally it's like by the end of the first round, I'm like, why am I totally <laughs> exhausted already? And I realize it's like, well, a lot of it is because I'm not fucking calm in the slightest. Breathing is I'm, a I'm not breathing. They go together. Yeah, gotta breathe. But once you start breathing, yeah. your mind shuts down. Yeah, and, and you're not, if you can't just take the time to focus and breathe, you can't take the time to pace yourself and you've got to pace yourself. Like, that's the problem. It's like, if I'm going to, if I, if I got this little tiny gas tank, it's like, which I may or may not have, I think I'm just like burning it off. That's the problem. You know, it's like, well, you had plenty of fuel before you just dumped it through the, through the bottom of the, you know, the bottom of the tank. But, but I feel like, uh, I feel like it's, it's, it's a fun place to learn those lessons because, in the meantime, like you say, nobody's like trying to kill anybody. You know what I mean? I'm sure when you guys were getting ready for the for you know for the fight coming up, you guys were training harder than we do in class. And, and it, it's not even we're training harder; we're just trying to push ourselves more, yeah. like to to a point past exhaustion. Mm-hmm. It's it's a super uncomfortable feeling, but it's <laughs> super satisfying in the long run. And, yeah, and it's a great feeling to just push yourself. It, you feel good after the workout. It sucks to do it. You hate the drive to the gym mm-hmm. just to know that you're about to get that tired, mm-hmm. and you're just going to be sprawled out on the mat after. Mm-hmm. But um, it's it's super satisfying. It's fulfilling. Mm-hmm. So well, I, and I if that gives you the confidence to go in and know your conditioning's good and everything, mm-hmm. you know, if you were prepared, then that's gonna, you know that's all investment. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And when you're standing there about to go do it, you're like, okay, yeah, I've done the work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. it is really easy once you know you've done the work to step mm-hmm. across somebody. And uh, that that's part of the mental game. You mm-hmm. know, if, if that person across from me has any doubt, and which he had some doubt, that's why he went to take me down, I feel mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. Um, because he is, he's a striker, you know. Did you ask him after? <laughs> I, I, I did ask him. I'm not going to talk about what we talked about. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm yeah. trying to keep that personal. No, that's it. good. That's good. <laughs> but um, yeah. no, no, no. I feel, I, feel like, I feel like he was a little uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Just he had a little bit of doubt and went to try to take me down. Mm-hmm. So... I guess it's one of those things too, where if if you're just trying to sort of get the fight to the ground, if 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 that is a desperation move, kind of like in the same like, why would McGregor take Diaz down or what? You know, like, are you nuts? Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, well, that was because he was getting worked, and then yeah, we hadn't even got to that part of the level. Of yeah, it. I, was, <laughs> I was ready to start playing up there. <laughs> yes, yeah, do you almost feel like you wish you had? Been able to stretch out more with the striking. I'm okay with it. I can wait yeah. till next fight. That's right. There's yeah. more. There's more. No, no, no. I took yeah. minimum damage right there. I got the belt. So yeah. there's another fight lined up. It's um, great. So I'll I'll be ready for that. And if it stands up, everyone will get to uh-huh. see it then. What if, is? If what not, is, you guys get to see what I usually do. What is your so. yeah. um, What is your background like? As like as a kid growing up, as I think a, we've talked about this. As in a past. kid, I, I played football. My you life. played football. Okay. Yeah. 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 And so when did you start with martial arts stuff? Uh, I was 22, right before I turned 23. Uh-huh. So I'm 20, I just turned 26 in February. Okay, so for the last five years or so. Four or five. Yeah, like yeah. three years. Three. Why do I can't do any math? Three, yeah. You might <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right there. It's like nine years, nine years. <laughs> yeah. Are you wearing headgear up there at the gym, Joe? Uh, so, <laughs> I am. I got really beautiful take, take headgear. <laughs> I did. Donovan was punching me in the face last week. <laughs> so so uh, um, what about... Well, but so so... What, when you started doing it, what was your first thing you got into? Jiu-jitsu? Jiu-jitsu. Okay. That was my whole interest. Uh-huh. I had no ambitions on fighting. Uh-huh. Uh, last year, 
um, was a rough year just mentally for me. I uh, had to dig myself out of like a little hole, you know. Mm. And uh, Logan, he was on the podcast yeah. not too mm. long ago. He uh, randomly asked me one day, do you want to fight on Jonathan Ivey's card? And I was like, yeah, why not? And uh, I still really hadn't been training any boxing or anything yet. You know, every now and then I'd get in there. I felt confident. But uh, that... Before I jumped in the cage the first time, it was like the night before I got in the cage at uh, uh-huh. at the gym, and I was like, "Oh man, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, really. So, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing." <laughs> I, I got in there and I started circling. I was like, "I haven't been throwing any punches." <laughs> so uh, the first fight, <laughs> I just I took him down really quick. <laughs> I didn't want to play any stand-up. So really quick, so your first fight was also with the Jonathan Ivy Cage mm-hmm. Fighting that Championship. And when fight. was that? That was August 19th. August 19th. 2017. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So last summer, last, end of last summer. Yep. Yeah, you, you, that was your very first fight, but you did win that fight. I won that one. Yeah. Uh, first round submission as well. I had mm-hmm. an arm bar two minutes and 29 seconds in. Yeah. But who's so. counting? Yeah, yeah, but who's counting? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. And it's, uh, it's really, uh, um, it's really, like I say, it's been really, ex- that was, that was the first. And were, then were you there? Did you go to those fights? I didn't see that fight. No, no but that was the same one where didn't, and didn't Jason Baker w- was going to have a fight that night, but it ended up getting canceled and they did a grappling match instead. That, that was the very first time. That was the very, that was first the time. very first time. So Jonathan Ivey's had three fights now. Okay. The very first time. Has Jason been on here? Yet? Not yet, Not but yet. he'll be back. Okay, he'll be yeah. on soon. So yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Jason. All you winners, we just got to get you one at a time. We don't have enough room we for We are all undefeated. All of us. <laughs> He's the submission specialist. Oh, right okay. There, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let him tell his story. Though. Okay. I'll save it. I'll save it. Yeah, yeah, him. yeah. But we can ask him about that. Yeah. Everybody has to win their fights so, but, that come through here, though, Joe, because <laughs> only winners. Right. No, I'm just, no, I'm just saying, you know, if, if all of a sudden we get associated to like, well, I mean, I did my normal thing, except for I went and hung out with those guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the only thing I can see that I did different. Yeah. So. <laughs> don't, don't even talk that way. <laughs> <laughs> we got to keep people wide to go. No, on. no. We're, this is the magic touch right here. That's right. That's right. The um uh um but uh so but Jason fought on yeah. that card as well. He, okay, that was yeah. his first. That was his debut fight. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. He fought as well. Yeah. Right on. But you um uh so your so you got your first fight first round submission second fight win the belt with a first round submission mm-hmm. and then the third fight you said will be again this summer. Yep. It'll okay. Be this summer and uh, it'll be at 155 for the 155 championship belt. wow so lightweight title that is so wild so you have so you would be you could be the lightweight and the welterweight champion <laughs> do you know who you're going to be fighting not yet okay no that's <laughs> so funny that he want, that he's doing that too that it's I, like I hey love let's, him, let's Jonathan's the, a really cool guy we'll have to get belt. you guys will have to get him in here yeah. yeah that's a guy you'll have to get in here yeah and he's like oh. fought like like uh, over a hundred. Uh, didn't times, he fight Ken Shamrock? Yeah, he's fought Ken yeah. Shamrock. Yeah, <laughs> got a bunch of fights. The most yeah. leg locks in uh, MMA history. Whoa. So he holds that record. Wow, uh, he's a beast. And so no, it was really cool. I didn't really think about it at the time, but after the fight, I finished with a leg lock as well. So I uh-huh. won the welterweight title with a leg lock. Yeah. With the leg lock. Honor. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he loves that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, so I'm pretty proud of that. Yeah. I'm pretty excited. That's so cool. Well, it's like the whole, the whole like leg game thing is like, you know, like uh, John Danaher, you know, leg, uh, leg weaponizing kind of thing is like, it's, that seems to be coming more and more of a part of the game. It's at this the point. thing right now. Yeah. Everyone's doing it. So 
I, I jumped on the train a little right. bit. Yeah, having yeah. my arsenal. Right. So for people who don't know that much about jujitsu, like you're 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 attempting to take the man down, then you're basically taking control of their body and then working your way up into some kind of submission. But for years and years, like taking legs was sort of like, that's like if your jujitsu isn't good enough, you'll go for somebody's legs. So then it turned into like, we don't do that anymore. And then several people came around and were like, but why? That's like half their body. And now there's this whole thing of like, take their fucking leg. You know what I mean? Do do you think that's also because of just the develop, the, there's that weird curve between just sort of pure jujitsu and the development of MMA jujitsu. And and then maybe in the earlier stages when you were going for somebody's uh, ankle, you were just, if you were doing it in particular style, perhaps, or, you know, traditional way, more traditional way, then you were probably availing yourself to a lot of strikes and a lot of other counters or things is I'm just guessing. It seems like that just in my, my sort of observation that, that as MMA has sort of developed in the in those varieties of these disciplines, that now those things can kind of be reintroduced mm-hmm. in a new context to sort of be like, okay, now I know how to defend against that, and I'm not leaving myself open to this. And well, is that I, right? I, I know Eddie Bravo developed a lot of his <laughs> jujitsu for mm-hmm. MMA jujitsu, yeah, uh, just for that fact that traditional jujitsu, the, uh, the closed guard people were taking a lot of punches. Mm-hmm. So I know Eddie Bravo developed a, a system like that to help stay tight and work really clench. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Just really tight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Without getting the blows like that. If you're, if you're, um, if you're hugged up against somebody else, they cannot hit you. Yeah, right. The, the leg game. I have no idea where it came mm-hmm. from. I just, I basically live under a rock mm-hmm. and I just, I show up to class and whatever we're working and then, mm-hmm. and then I'll think about it and think about it. I get a lot of mental reps in. But clearly, as somebody who's as somebody who's doing mental reps, mental like reps. <laughs> I, I, I go to class and then I'll just think about it all night. Or or maybe not. Maybe I'll just do something else the rest of the night to get my mind off it. But then tomorrow, mm-hmm. like when it's fresh, mm-hmm. I'm fresh, I'm recharged, I'll think about it. And then when I roll again, that's what's on my mind. I'll mm-hmm. be able to apply it. Yeah. So uh, I, I think mental reps are a big part of why I'm able to learn so much so fast. Mm-hmm. So I think that's interesting because I find with a lot of like creative work, you're like you're working on some kind of writing or working on music, writing a song or something like that. I feel like a lot of times you're you the best thing to do is just stop and just sort of like set your problem solving in motion and then go for a walk or take a shower or just do whatever and just trust the fact that like you're you're working on it. And then all of a sudden, you know, you know, the next morning you're hanging out and getting your breakfast and all of a sudden you're like, oh, shit. That's yeah. exactly how Why it is. Why didn't I think of it? That's you know, exactly that's, how it is. And, and you know yeah. it immediately. Like, oh, I got it. And then, yeah, yeah. you just figured out another piece of the puzzle. Yeah. And then you get to work on that. You think about it a little bit more, you know, figure out the kinks. And then when you're working on it, you can just play with it. And then you might see something else like, oh, and then it goes to this. And then it goes to this. It, it's like. It's like chess almost. Mm-hmm. Or I don't know much about a Rubik's Cube, but I guess a Rubik's Cube <laughs> Well, it is in the sense that Come every on, time... You know, you know the 80s. Yeah. Every time you make a move, you know, every time you're making a move on your little Rubik's Cube, it's like every every one you're doing is affecting the whole rest of the thing. That's what makes the, that puzzle so difficult. But like you say, it's the same thing with like with, you know, what's going on in jujitsu nowadays. So like, so it, even though like you're not specifically, we, you know, we're not talking about like, you know, theoretically, where did this all come from? As somebody who's studying jujitsu right now, winning fights with jujitsu right now, just want to fight with an ankle lock. You know, you, you're saying that like, that's definitely become a part of like, if you're doing it contemporary, you're learning leg locks, you're learning ankle locks, you're learning all that yep. stuff. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I said, it's just a piece of my arsenal. So, yeah. uh, 
when I'm just free rolling or just getting some rounds in with someone, uh, I just it'll I'll randomly see it mm-hmm. and then I'll go for it and then that's another rep like literal reps. So then I'll be able to snatch that a lot faster next time. Mm-hmm. And um, so uh, yeah, I, I, the leg game I'm gonna enjoy it. I'm still not a big fan of it yet mm-hmm. just because. There are beasts out there. <laughs> I don't want to play that game with some of those guys. Yeah. So uh, um, I'm still learning it. I'm st- like I said, I still, I still feel so new to this game. Uh, I'm just still learning a lot of basic stuff almost. Mm-hmm. So the advanced stuff, I don't know how to mm-hmm. get into all that. And what rank are you right now? I'm just a, a blue belt. I blue belt. Two stripes on my blue belt. Right on. Um, Yep, that super fight coming up Saturday. It's going to mm-hmm. be up an, another blue belt. But um, I, yeah. he's been competing a lot as yeah. well. Though. But um, I, would, I would at this level, like it with uh, you know, like a, the Jonathan Ivy fights. Like mm-hmm. where where are people with their jujitsu belts? Are there people like who aren't even bothering with the grappling? And then there's other people like you. I would think to me, if you've got a blue belt, like you're at a level where. I mean, basically, we talked about this with Logan, that it's like, basically, blue belt means if you're not trained in jujitsu, I can fucking submit you, no matter how big and strong you are. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, you know, and so it's kind of like, it's kind of like, if you're going to have any kind of game, you know, uh, submission game, it's like, you kind of got to be a blue belt, because that's the level you have to be against anybody else who's done any studying. You know what I mean? And I agree with you on a yeah. point, but uh, we there's a, in Nogi, you don't get a belt. Right. So if, right. you if you don't train in nogi, you, you're just a white belt. Mm-hmm. So there, there can be some like, uh, good point on that right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so what you're saying, just for people who aren't familiar with all this stuff, if you're only training not wearing the traditional gi with the belt, then those guys don't actually have belt rankings. But when you're in a cage fight, you're actually in a no gi grappling match. So you just because the guy doesn't have a belt doesn't mean he doesn't know how to grapple. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's a very good point. That's a very so, good point. Uh, some some guys don't even put a gi on, so they can train jujitsu and be really really good, and just still be a white belt still. Yeah, but they don't give a shit about the belt system and yep. all that stuff and the traditional grappling and. Well, I can't speak yeah. on, but I, yeah. I mean, they don't right. really care much about a yeah. belt. That, yeah, that's not their. Focus. They must not be. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's just not their focus. Yeah. Or they just know that hey, a collared choke is not going to help. <laughs> yeah. what right. I'm trying to do. So right. Right. what do I care? What the exactly? Yeah. No, yeah. it's exactly it. It's interesting too. I was listening to a, a podcast with. With, um, you know, Faraz Zahabi, the coach in Canada, he's like uh, George St. Pierre's like right hand okay, man, yeah. right? Tristar. R- yeah, R- uh, Rory McDonald, uh, you know, came up under him. But he uh, he's he's doing a breakdown. He does these great breakdowns on uh, on a lot of the UFC fights, and he's doing a breakdown on. Um, Khabib and Tony Ferguson. And um, uh, it's uh, it was really interesting because one of the things he was talking about is how because of like what Brian was mentioning, because of the the way that jujitsu is sort of developing, you know, intertwined with MMA at this point that, you know, basically that in, in the very near future, kids who are, are, and maybe even right now, kids who are, are studying, especially kids who are doing no gi, it's like those kids are going to be learning wrestling and jujitsu just as a whole thing. You know what I mean? They're, 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 the separation between those things is going to disappear compared to what has been in, you know, mainstream MMA up to this point, you know, where you might have somebody like Khabib who's like a great wrestler who's got and some 
position too. skills. And then you've got somebody like Tony, who's also a very good wrestler, collegiate wrestler. Um, uh, maybe not a kid who wrestled a bear, <laughs> literally wrestled a bear, <laughs> but, uh, but somebody who, you know, obviously a wrestler and a, and a submission guy, a, a 10th planet jujitsu uh, guy. So, uh, but he was just kind of talking about the wrestler versus the grappler, you know, oversimplification of that, that matchup that's going to happen and how insane that's going to be. I'm excited. For that. that's be <laughs> it really fight. is like the pinnacle of these approaches uh-huh. meeting because everybody appreciates a, a style matchup where it's like, Oh, we have a striker versus a wrestler. This will be really interesting. And that's, that's old hat, right? Uh-huh. That's the whole beauty of the whole sport existing is those contrasts. Now, even in the age of like the burgeoning Rory McDonald's and all the people that are born of pure MMA synthesized mm-hmm. training mm-hmm. and don't come from a singular discipline like you're talking about. Uh-huh. And then, even still, the thing that's the most intriguing right now mm-hmm. of all fights is that, and it's not just because it's ha- it's been supposed to happen what three times now or whatever, mm-hmm, right. but that is definitely that's that's the stop what you're doing. Yeah, I don't care what oh our plans God. are that night or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's going to be the fight of all fights. I think. A good one. Mm. I, I can't. I mean, what kind of wrestler can you think of in the craziest the craziest that, weight class too? I mean, it's the craziest weight class, right? <clears throat> I mean, the most intense competition in the whole sport is in that weight class. It's definitely the most. That's McGregor's weight class. So it's interesting to see what he does when. Yeah. Is McGregor still uh, fighting? It seems to me like he's uh, out of the game now. He's out of the game. They announced today that they're, that they are going to strip him of his belt. They did. Yeah. They've announced that they, they've kind of announced that they are going to officially do that. And that when, when uh, Ferguson and, and, uh, and uh, Namagameda fight, it will be for the actual belt. It's not going to be, you know like another interim fight he's like they're basically just saying like fuck this let's do it and in some ways I mean what it benefits Connor, Connor to do that Connor doesn't care Connor's like I'll take the belts I'll fight and I'll fight and win it back we'll get even more money That's right. you know what I exactly. mean he's too smart about this stuff you know what I mean he's too smart about like you know this is good for everybody yeah take my belt but I'll come you, back and get my belts <laughs> but do you think that it's almost not smart in a way because it's like if you're just away that if you're just away, away, I'm sure he's yeah. training, but that's yeah. just training. I mean, to, 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 I, I feel like he's been away for so long and been such a caricature of his former self or something. Yeah. That, like, I feel like he's, uh, lost his mooring or something. <laughs> and, and I think he's going to, I mean, my prediction is if he, if he, comes he ever back. comes back, he's going to get worked by whoever he fights. Uh-huh. Even if they try to, and I know they're going to try to pick it to be something that's, that they're really good at picking fights that he can win. Mm-hmm. But that that's starting to just run out. There's too many takers right yeah. now th- yeah. that are way legit. Yeah. And this is not like, a, you know, Eddie Alvarez. Eddie Alvarez is amazing. Yeah. But this That's is not one of those. I became a McGregor fan. I was rooting for Alvarez so hard. Yeah. Like, I wanted McGregor to lose. I was like, God, I'm tired of him. And I became a fan that fight. Yeah. So, he was almost perfect in that fight. That was, was an incredible was. And, fucking and performance. Watching that fight, I think when he comes back, I think him being away this long is perfect for him. Oh, yeah. He's getting away from everything. I mean, he's doing his own thing. Yeah. But he's not like having media obligations. He's not mm. having the. So yeah. he's getting the train. He's got his family. He's getting some relaxed yeah. time. Yeah. And then when it gets time to get. Could crunch right time, I think he'll be he'll be able to get back in. He'll be mentally fine, and yeah, he's been on the biggest stage. I don't think any. Yeah. Other, I don't think stage any or a cage rust will get to him. Yeah, so. all I right. The one thing, cool. the one thing I think is interesting though is the way that like it feels like the sport is like evolving so quickly, and I think I think in a weird way 
because Khabib is represents such a, like an orthodoxy of a kind. And it's interesting to see this guy who, you know, uh, like, like for us, hobby was basically t- saying that Khabib isn't doing anything that special, he's but he's doing it so fundamentally <laughs> that, that it's like, and he just described Khabib's style as like advanced basics. That's all it really is, you know, but, but, but once, mentally, I mean, oh yeah. my God. And like, once he like gets when he's on, just, yeah. he's got people, he's on top of him just being like, <laughs> yelling at you him. should quit. Yeah. yeah, no, it's, and he's like yelling at Dana while he's beating this guy's face and he's got his arm locked behind his back and the other arm is stuck in the cage and he just, just a straight pat- bully. I no, tell you, dude, yeah. I love his it's style. It's brutal. It's brutal. It's, it's unbelievable. Perfect. So what do you think about, uh, yeah. uh, Khabib and, uh, and Ferguson? I, I think Khabib will win. I think Khabib will run the division. I think he could beat Connor, mm. but I'm a, I'm a fan of Connor. That's the one I yeah. want to see is Khabib and Connor. Here's the here's the thing I've never seen happen. I've I I really do think people people sleep on the fact that um, that uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, who did he fight? Um, who did Khabib? Uh, Michael Johnson. When, and, when he fought Michael, Michael Johnson, Johnson was hitting him. Michael was, Johnson was hitting him. him. That's there why was, I want to yeah. see it. There was more than one time when, or I don't know if there's more than one, but there was definitely a time in that first round where you saw Khabib wobble because he was getting stuck on the and chin. Connor hits way harder than Michael Johnson. Yeah, yeah, he did. That's for faster. sure. That's for sure. That's why you I want to see it. That said, yeah. because if Khabib gets him down, <laughs> yeah, he's gonna yeah. bully Connor. It's gonna be yeah. one. It's gonna be one trip that Khabib has to try to just move forward and get through whatever's coming. Yeah. But with that being said, and then just Khabib. His or hands on it. right now. Yeah, Connor could be an. What if Connor jiu-jitsu? comes back and he's just like fucking butterfly guard? Fucking saying, this time jump. off could be perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this like, is an incredible. Yeah, I, I do think this he was this, like a blue belt. He's the new Damian Maya. I do think he was a blue belt in jujitsu, a blue or purple belt. Yeah. one of the two. Well, he's underrated, I think, in his jujitsu. Absolutely. And I think what like Brian mentioned like, oh, in, in, Diaz, in yeah. the first Diaz fight in the first round, Diaz takes him down, and then Connor like fucking just sweeps him and has him up in like ground and pound, and then the that was the end of the first round. I think, yeah. uh, but it was beautiful—a beautiful move against a, you know a great jujitsu player, and uh, and that was fucking Connor. So don't tell me he doesn't have skills, y'all. He does, but he but he's not Tony Ferguson. You know, he's not Snap Down City. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? And Khabib mentally is just like a. I don't care who you are. No, it's unbelievable. And like whatever the effect yeah, is, because like yeah, like when now Al- like Alvarez, oh, he's Alvarez, so incredible. Alvarez, just he? face it. Alvarez was phased yeah. by by the situation. Like he just wasn't up to the situation yeah. for whatever reason. I'm yeah. not saying he couldn't have been, yeah. but just it he wasn't sort of his froze, night. It, yeah, it yeah. was not. You could just tell it wasn't. And and also to your point, you know, like I think I you know, watching Alvarez, it was clear that really quickly he was like, oh, this is. I knew he was fast and people say he can hit hard, yeah. but he was really fast yeah. and could really hit hard. The and first I think time that, he, that threw yeah. him really quick. Yeah. The I first, think it was like, whoa. Yeah. The first time he really hit him, Alvarez goes down and gets he right felt, back he up. Fell quick. Yeah. And you it's could like, see it in his eyes that he was just like, motherfucker. And he's even he, said after he the fight. again, too. He's, he fought, he fought yeah. like two or three yeah. times oh, before yeah. he got knocked yeah. out. But he said he said in interviews later that he didn't even know. I mean, he was just like, "Here we are," and then he's like, "Oh, I'm getting up," and just like, "I don't know what the fuck just happened." Like he had no fucking idea, you know. And so it's like, yeah, so that that shit's serious. But I think one of the things that makes the Ferguson fight interesting is that Khabib is like a fucking wave of water, just this natural, organic, fucking unstoppable force. But then Tony is such a fucking psychopath weirdo. Like his shit is so unorthodox and crazy. And honestly, for me, it's like. 
I want to see people like Ferguson winning all the time because I want to see more people fight like that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, eccentricity should be rewarded. Oh, I love yeah, it. That's yeah. my favorite. Some of my favorite yeah. fighters are like five hundred fighters. Like you know, yeah. they're like, what, what's their record? It's like four and three. Why are we watching it? Because he's my favorite. <laughs> that's right. Because I want to see. Am I making that pop like that? I'm I sorry. So. If I, it's okay. I'm so sorry. <laughs> the, uh, we'll make more. But I was <laughs> going through these mics. But um, uh, uh, but like um. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, who's the uh, Groovy Lando, right? Yeah, yeah. Like people like that are like Alex Caceres. I mean, like these guys only win about half their fights, but I fucking want to watch. I want to watch fucking Bruce Leroy fight every fucking time. It's possible because he's just going to do some crazy shit or uh, Yair, right? Yair mm-hmm. Rodriguez. Yeah. Like same thing, man. Like I love those guys just because it's like. Yeah, they're just doing their thing. Tony's rolling around fucking octagon, and then that's like, hey, so well, kick. Yeah, know? when when, uh, when Stephen Thompson was coming up, and that was like, I thought he was going to be kind of one of those guys that would be yeah, kind yeah. of a flash in the pan, and he would get, you know, and then he had that Matt Brown fight, and then that's when it happened. I was like, oh, here we go, because I loved watching Wonder Boy fight. Mm-hmm. And then he got Matt Brown, and I was like, oh, this is not, I don't know. And then, of course, like Matt Brown just worked him. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I thought oh. for sure that was it for Stephen Thompson. He was just going to go back to being like a really great training partner for the elite strikers and, uh-huh. you know, all that. And like, that would be it. And he's still a fantastic, amazing fighter. But some, like, but he came back from that and then, you know, went on a nice run and still is right there. I yeah. mean, so he's definitely he somebody that's not. He was incredible in his last fight. I mean, he was, I don't, I can't remember his record, but I think he's only lost one or one. Like I know his kickboxing record, is, kickboxing record is insane. But he lost to Tyron twice. No, once it was a draw. Oh, majority yeah. Draw. yeah, majority draw. Yeah, yeah. good. Hey, majority champ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tyron Woodley. That's the reason no. The, 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 yeah. Cutting to one fifty five. I look at him and I'm like, was God, it the I'm first one seventy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not one seventy. That's what one seventy looks like. <laughs> was it? Was it the first or second fight where the audience uh, uh, tapped out? What happened? That's just my joke because it was so boring. Everybody said, <laughs> "I've got, I've got nothing but respect for the champ," and I feel like you're standing in front of each other. I mean, that headlock that oh, or that guillotine that that was incredible. Thompson didn't tap in. I was like, okay, I, I like this guy. That was it a was great a, fight. It was a pretty. It, it was a good. It was an okay fight. That, it was that, still pretty. Yeah, it was a couple rounds in that. Yeah, fight. this so, is the first was, fight we're talking about, right? That was the the first the, one. The was second one, one was oh, boring. This, yeah, the, the second, second one was the, more of the, the boring. The first one was the guillotine, right? Yeah, yeah. and 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 Tyron a couple of times knocked him down and got him in trouble. I mean, like Tyron wasn't doing a bunch, but then when he did, it was just like fucking car wreck all of a sudden but thompson was so durable and yeah, like so good at getting I saw out of the that heart shit. of a champion right yeah there. i was i was i enjoyed watching that i became a fan of thompson i knew nothing of him before that fight so yeah. what's what's been the fight that's just one of those fights in your mind where it's like that is my sort of like actual rocky or my actual you know whatever something that really inspired you i don't know yeah i, I mean i'm sure there's so many but just, there there is i can't even think of any right now i just i don't know I just, I just enjoy watching fights. I don't know if I really get inspired by them. Yeah. I see moments. I'm like, that's cool. And then, I don't know. I don't ever really try to do anything fancy like they do yet. Yeah, yeah. So, well, I guess, like, because for me, like, just that, that Rose Namunas fight was a transcendent experience to, to watch. It felt really good yeah, to watch her win. Amazing. This rematch, I don't know what is going to happen that's gonna there. Gonna this be a com- crazy rematch. That's one of those rematches where it's like, I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, 
I guess it's deserved because you know Joanna was a champion for so long, and that's yeah. just what you get. She was on the verge of breaking. And then who her else record. is who else is right there? So yeah. okay, give it to her. And then now she's coming up with all this. You know, it was weight cut and it was this and that and the other. But yeah, I mean, either way, I, I mean that fight. I was watching uh, something just the other day where it was uh, it was uh, like a highlight reel or something, but it had somebody interviewing Rose Namunas the day before their first that that fight, and and somebody was asking her, you know, like. What do you, what do you think you're, what what something like how do you, what do you how do you think you're gonna do or what do you think you're, you know what are your, I forget what the question was but it was some really open ended yeah. kind of lame question, and, but whatever it was, and uh, she just looked and she just started to cry a little bit and she was like, I'm the best in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to tell yourself that. And but it was like just to go back and, and look at it then you know with knowing what we know now to go back and look at that it's like whoa this is absolutely the power of manifestation at mm-hmm. work you can put your mind to something and make it happen and that was clear for sure yeah i i, I believe in that I'm yeah in that. it was about a year and a half ago i started telling everyone i was gonna be a world champion in jujitsu mm-hmm. and uh so there's a world tournament coming up here in may that i'll probably yeah, let's talk about as that well. and where will that be uh long beach california okay so uh i've got to find sponsorship to help pay for that maybe mm. yeah but uh let's do it yeah, yeah. How did, uh, let, let's be really let's talk about that for a second if people want to get a hold of you what's the best way to 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 get involved in the champ's career what's uh, once in a lifetime opportunity right. back the champ usually facebook <laughs> get on facebook and just shoot uh-huh. me a message mm-hmm. that, that pops up real quick and are you on, on Facebook? Is it just Donovan Salvato? Mm-hmm. Okay. Just first and you're okay first. with sponsors sliding into your DMs? Yeah. <laughs> totally cool with me. <laughs> just the tip. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> no uh, uh, but yeah, so for the past year and a half, I've told myself I was going to be a, a, a world champion in jiu-jitsu. And then this just happened. This wasn't even an idea. Mm. Like a year ago, I wasn't even thinking about really being a fighter. Mm. This kind of just happened. So this is really cool to think about. Mm. It gives me something to start manifesting. And I'm, yeah. Like I, I've, I've already got plans on being another champion by the end of the summer. That's so cool. So uh, I, I believe in speaking things into existence. But what brought this up for me is it was weird saying it at first. Like, because I wasn't anything really. I just got my blue belt, you know. And, uh. And I was like, well, I'm going to be a world champion. And, and I wasn't anything. You're just saying that to random people. And they're like, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Okay, good luck. Yeah. You don't really have anything to go off of it. But then you start winning and you keep winning. And then it's like people start to notice that. And then they're like, oh, and now I'm a champion. And people are like, eh. And, 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 and I say I'm going to be a world champion in jiu-jitsu. And it's like you can see the belief in people's eyes now. And people really believe. Not that people didn't at, t- at the time I was saying it then. Mm. But now... Like just random people, right? It's it's, it's registering now. It is, yeah. And uh, it's a lot easier to say now too, mm-hmm. uh, it because just, it I, is. I, I, it is. I I, I <laughs> truly believe it with everything I say yeah. when I do say I'm gonna be a champion. And uh, even when I talk to other people, because uh, I want to be surrounded by champions, mm-hmm. so I tell other people they're champions too. And mm-hmm. yeah, uh, people just need to hear that sometimes. Mm-hmm. I think it's so. interesting too because I feel like when it comes to I, I feel like with like the martial arts in a bigger picture to me is it, you know, you know, to, to, it sounds a little, um, banal, but like the idea that it's like, there's a lot about self-improvement in it. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, sure. I'm just punching this bag. Sure. I'm just kicking this dude, whatever, you know, do whatever we're doing when we're training. But the, your, your, the lessons you're learning along the way in so many different ways, you, you inevitably you start, 
it starts making it starts affecting other parts of your life and and you start to really sort of you know oh if i do this when i'm training i get better at that quicker and da 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 and then you start thinking well what about like what about like my job that i'm doing like how does that appeal to that how does that apply to my relationship with my friends you know da 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 you start to you know it's think about balance this, you start to think about this bigger picture of the yep, whole thing for sure. and i feel like um i feel like i really like I really like the fact that you took some time off uh, your fight, but I like the fact that, you know, as soon as you were back in town, you were like literally back in the cage, like literally <laughs> like, you're like, Hey, I just got back from Florida, putting on gloves. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? The same place that yeah. just not that long yeah. ago, you were like, what am I yeah. doing here? Cause and now think, you own it. Yeah. 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 Yep. It's the champ is back. <laughs> right. And that's what it was. The champ yeah. is back. I get back to training. Yeah. And, uh, and like I said, I, I enjoy training with everyone. Uh-huh. So I enjoy coming to the class. Uh-huh. Everyone's getting better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm still learning every mm-hmm. day. It's, mm-hmm. I'm the champ, but, I, I still got so much to do, mm-hmm. and so much improvement. So I enjoy coming to class and mm-hmm. just make iron sharpen an iron. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's how I see it. And I feel I can't really take too many days off. What so. do you feel about this? Like, what about the? What I'm trying to get at is like the idea that when you have a success, like you talked about, like I'm going to be first. You're just saying it, right? And then this curveball comes your way, and you and you say, "Well, that's a weird opportunity. I'll take that opportunity." Now I'm a champ. Now, when I say I'm going to be a world champion jujitsu, people are paying attention. But part of it is that, like along the way, you started saying it. You took a hold of an opportunity taking and made the, chance, the most of it when you the had chance the chance. Is one of the biggest parts. Now that you now that you're where you are with this, now you're going back to the original track and saying, okay, now back to that jujitsu thing that I'm going to do in California, and and I'm going right now. Like you know, I think it's when you get that success, like a big part of it is like taking advantage of that momentum, isn't it? It is not, not being scared and just taking advantage of it. Uh, I looking back on it, I passed up a lot of opportunities to like just better myself, mm-hmm. and it was just I was comfortable. I was mm-hmm. really comfortable, and you know I don't I don't want that chance of failure. You know, it's, it's failure. You, I think it's not a good feeling. Right? Yeah, so, I think I think there's nothing more frightening than uh, uh, the status quo. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, the, the scariest thing about me getting into a cage is getting knocked out in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. I. I, or losing, I don't. I really don't like losing. But so you're a whole, not, that's not a whole so different subject. Yeah. I don't want to get talking on losing. Yeah, getting knocked out is the scariest part for me. I, yeah, I, I, I saw really. I trained so I don't get knocked out. Yeah, and uh, well, you can see right. There's a lot of examples to follow. I mean, there's there's styles of fighters. There's some that are you know you go back to like whatever the Leonard Garcia types or the you know uh, you know whatever that are just like I'm just gonna go nuts and bar fight or what not bar fight but you know what I mean yeah, uh, bra. be be ready to throw and just yeah. get hit to, to land one or whatever and and uh, those those types right and then there's the others that are the example to follow that are not taking that kind of damage and right and are, are doing things intelligently. And obviously there's no assurances of any kind at any point, right. but man, there seems to be a drastic difference between like the damage of uh, a, a particular style or philosophy of fighting versus people that are just being intelligent. I mean, and, and we would talk about, I know we joke about like the Woodley um, wonder boy, uh, uh-huh. you know, sort of boredom fest and just kind of, but you know what? Like they're both ridiculous strikers. Yeah. <laughs> and so my, like, and both of them coiled and so quick, Mm-hmm. I mean, and so intelligent. I mean, that's that is that is both people being really cognizant of, of exactly what you're talking about from a striking position. So, so anyway, I, I just think that you know it's great that you think that way, and I don't think it's something that like 
obsess about, right? Which is kind of, you're just like, okay, no, I'm not yeah, going to yeah, keep yeah, my yeah. attention there. No, I don't even but, think But what's about cool really though, just... is that there's a massive roadmap. I think, you know, from what I've, from what I see where there's just, there's paths to follow that are like, yeah, I'm going to take the path of, uh, you know, sort of smarter, not harder and, and, and least resistance and, and least damage. Yeah, that's the path I'm taking. Yeah. <laughs> Try not to yeah. the concussions. You know? Yeah, like above and beyond losing, right? I mean, because... Yeah, I mean, losing sucks. Um, I haven't lost, but uh, so I don't know how it feels yet in MMA. I've lost many times, and I lose in practice. You know, that's, yeah. where, I, that's where I lose at. Yeah. People don't see that. But um, where are we going with this? <laughs> yeah. See, you got me thinking. Talking about um, losing... Just talking about the path to like, like oh, you're, at least you're, yeah, not taking just, too much damage. And, and it's oh. cool because I I hear what you're and saying. Yeah, I, yeah. I just I just yeah, I just want to win. So whenever I'm training, I'm just I really that that's why I train so hard. I just really try to out train my my opponent yeah. and. I don't know. Do you, do you I hate um, losing? Yeah, well, let's not get to talk yeah. about losing. That's no, like a whole. Yeah, no, I love. <laughs> I love that you're so like. I love that you're like. Yeah, uh, I'll, like, I'll really get to thinking about. No, that's losing good. And, <laughs> no, so it's like, such a shitty feeling. So when you, when you're like so with your opponents, are you the kind that's really sort of studious and trying to find ways to understand more about what they do and what their strengths and weaknesses are and I, having I, a plan, love, or is it just about focusing film. on you? I love watching film. If yeah. I can find film on my opponent, yeah. I will sit and break it down. Yeah, love it. And that, that's have you been able. To that's do from that? a football background, right? Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. So uh, totally, I, I yeah. love watching film on my opponent, and uh, that comes in those mental reps too. So I really have something to think about when I'm training. Then, uh-huh. um, have I had? I mean, because because we you know, we're not we're not you know fighting in a in a in a you know uh, uh, you know a situation where you guys are on TV every Saturday night. But so so even with these regional fights, though, have you been able to find like YouTube stuff to watch I and things like that? One YouTube uh-huh. and Caleb Miller. I found a few videos on Caleb Miller. I uh-huh. watched a lot of film on him. Uh-huh. So when the fight got canceled, uh, that bummed me a little bit. I was like, "Jeez, yeah. I've been studying yeah. so much." Yeah. Uh, and then Steve. Stover, I uh, I found one film on him, but uh-huh. it wasn't even much, and I didn't really get to see him strike any, so it wasn't much. So I didn't really care too much, and it was like back in 2012, yeah, so mm-hmm. way yeah, back. So right. it was irrelevant, so, basically. Yeah, so yeah. basically, I just wanted to go in there and just impose my own game plan, yeah, and, and figure it out inside the cage, right? I feel confident to just and, and Corey and Sean to yell things at me, and for me to just mm-hmm. be able to feel it out. Now who's now, now, now Sean is the guy who uh, is Sean Patton right mm-hmm. who owns the UFC gym up in uh, Hendersonville yes, right sir. and uh, is he a black belt in jujitsu or a purple belt he's a purple belt purple belt yep. okay and then uh, and then now who's Corey do I know him Corey used he, he used to he, be the MMA coach he's yep yeah he used uh, to coach MMA at the UFC gym uh, yep. uh-huh. he was the head jujitsu instructor there but he opened oh he was the head jujitsu instructor mm-hmm. there oh okay but. Uh, he uh, he opened his own gym in Hermitage now. Uh-huh. It's called Phoenix MMA. Phoenix MMA. Okay, mm-hmm. in Hermitage, and so for people who are not from Nashville, that's a little bit east of town. Yep. Okay. Just a little yeah. east. And uh, so I, I go out there and I train my jujitsu out there right mm-hmm. now. And uh, Corey's a black belt. He's a, uh-huh. a first degree black belt uh-huh. under Robert Drysdale. Uh, and what about your oh, um, Robert Drysdale? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about your and so where did you uh, train your striking at? Uh, I train a little bit with Corey. A little bit with Corey. A little bit with Corey. More MMA with Corey. Uh-huh. So just strikes on the ground uh-huh. and on the wall. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I get some boxing in there, but lately I've been doing it with Logan. And uh-huh. so, uh, so you're kind of bouncing around a little bit. Just so, bounce between those yeah, two right now. Yeah. Um, I know you guys were talking about uh, Sithaloth earlier. Yeah. Uh, Chris 
Beasley mm-hmm. is their coach up there. He's yeah. a super cool guy. Yeah, I'm in touch uh, with him on Twitter. Yep. Uh, I, I'll eventually get out there and start practicing with uh-huh. them. They're super cool. I, mm-hmm. I work with Chris, so he's a super cool guy. Oh, you cool. probably have to get him in here, too. What is your day job now? Uh, I, so I work third shift at the stage on Broadway. I work security. Oh, okay, cool. So that's a, that's a honky tonk downtown. It's a honky yeah. tonk. So get, oh, it's a good old time. So, so you like get a lot of reps in down there. Uh, no, <laughs> yeah, we, I don't have to. I don't have to really go hands on down there. I call on the big guys for that. Yeah, uh, hey guys, I need yeah. back up. Yeah, that three hundred guy, three hundred pound guys come around the corner. Yeah, they, they're ready to grab somebody. <laughs> Let them do the grabbing. That's it. But um. So yeah, I work downtown. That's a lot yeah. of fun too. Yeah, uh, that gets all my partying out the way too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I get to just hang out, listen to music, dance, mm-hmm. have a good time downtown, and get paid to do it. Mm-hmm. And then it makes it easy to train. Mm-hmm. So yeah, because you're not like feeling you're 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 seeing you're right there. I'm the already partying. Like that's that's yeah. work. It's yeah. not really. Yeah. I enjoy to go out, but I'd yeah. rather just go hang out at a house than to go out downtown. Right. Because I'm always kind of scratches that yeah. itch of just sort of it being does. out. Yeah. And then you yeah. don't have to. Yeah. It satisfies it, so it makes it easy to stay training. And yeah, that's cool. That's a cool uh, a cool perspective on that. So what is the um, uh, so so yeah so Synthalaw Law is a like a Muay Thai gym right mm-hmm. so you would that would be a place where maybe you would go to get more more striking training from those guys yep. and a bunch of people to spar with down there too obviously yep. I know on Sundays they have open gym right open match yeah so everyone just goes there yeah and uh, they've got a couple pro fighters as well there uh-huh. uh, yeah for sure they're all super is cool. Irving a pro now yep Irving's a pro he had one fight right one yeah. and oh. and won it yeah yep. yeah Irving is a guy who also has taught MMA classes at the UFC gym yes sir he was like I, I really I really Irving to me was like such a great um, he was he's a very good coach because he's like so personable he's He's so funny but then at the same time he's like he's a beast like you know so I think it's important that you like and he's a vegan not that that means anything but if is he really if you see he's jacked he's like 185 solid muscle big 185 he's a vegan yeah whoa that blows my mind He eats no meat or anything. Wow. Solid. I didn't know that. Yeah. He's very, but he's super good, you know, super good uh, striking coach for sure. Very, very good. I learned so many great things from him. And, uh, and I remember he used to call me, uh, he used to call me Anderson Silva because I kept on like dropping my hands when I was fighting. And he's like, come on, Anderson Silva, you're going to get kicked in the head. <laughs> and I always liked that. I always thought that was cool. He always, uh, uh, you're like, yeah. I'm not Anderson Silva. He's like, exactly. Yeah. Put your hands up. No, I always like, I understood what he meant. I understood what he, I understood it was a backhanded compliment, but, but it was a funny backhanded compliment. So I always thought that was hilarious. But yeah, so there's, there's a really, there's a lot of good people. We'll have him in here for sure and talk to him and probably Chris too. So, we're definitely, uh, you know, hoping to get everybody in on this. So, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to ask, just one thing I'm always interested in hearing from, from uh, fighters particularly is, you know, like, so from our perspective, Joe and I, right, like we, we do this podcast uh, and cover a lot of different people in a lot of different areas and, and, and hang out with a lot of different folks. Now, all of, there are varied levels of people that either understand mixed martial arts or even have an, uh, a taste for it at all or appreciate it at all in a very distant way all the way to the spectrum of people that are just they're not even willing to go they're just like that is wrong or you know they trip they trip on it right like and they they don't understand uh they maybe stereotype it right all the things right all the sort of meathead stereotypes all the bullshit that you're sort of used to uh seeing out in the world uh from your perspective, when you're a fighter and you're putting all this into something, obviously, like you're super intelligent, aware, 
you know, productive as hell human being that's making a lot of really great things happen for yourself and others, right? Like, like when you come across, like, have you ever come across things in just your everyday life where people are like, uh, like, like kind of hating on you for it or like any kind of negativity in that not, way? Not or, really. Yeah. I, uh, I uh, usually hang out at the gym. Right, right. So, <laughs> right. Yeah, get all the love at the gym. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, I just wonder, like, I, I, I haven't got much hate from it. My mom is like, she hates it. She's my biggest supporter, <laughs> but she hates That's that. That's my hands, right? <laughs> so, like, she, she's like, so that was your last fight, right? That was your retirement fight. Uh, <laughs> she's been saying that since now the you first got the belt. So, uh, <laughs> Oh, that's uh, you should be. <laughs> I, I don't I don't surround myself around negativity like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just because I hang out at the gyms. Everyone shows love at the gym. Yeah, I go to I hang out at one bar. If I do go to decide to drink, and they're all my buddies, they're excited. Where do you yeah. go? Is that in Hendersonville? It's in Hendersonville. Where do you go? Uh, Sam's uh, Sam's Bar and Grill. Uh, the right one, the one that's right down from the gym. Yep, that right one. Okay, yeah, yeah. I just drove by the day. I was going like to a, Barnes and Noble. I hang out within <laughs> like two miles of my house. Everything that yeah. I do is within two miles. Sam says great such pizza. A, such a convenience. <laughs> I had pizza today. Danger. Yeah. <laughs> Worked out. We we missed pass. I went to the boxing class earlier. So oh, we were, okay. We crossed paths right there. All right. But uh, yeah, right after that, I went and got a pizza and two beers. <laughs> I think I got soup of the day too. I was really hungry today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I go up there and. Just satisfy my beer taste. What was the? What, what, there was a box. They, oh, they were doing the boxing conditioning class at the gym. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. It was a tough one. You should. You should yeah, hung out. Uh, I did. I did my ten rounds this morning, man. I did it. I got there a little bit late, though. Dude, I only, <laughs> yeah. I only did five rounds today. I missed the first round, mm-hmm. and uh, I only did five rounds. Mm-hmm. And I was so tired. Vacation got to me. Yeah, it got to yeah. me. But I would say, I mean, when I do that boxing conditioning class, I mean, I end up, you know. It ends up being a harder class than me working out by myself just because of the fact that at the end of the day, you know, no matter how hard I'm pushing myself, it's you're not pushing yourself as hard as you get pushed when a coach is saying go, go, go. And everybody else is go, go, going and you feel compelled to keep going, even though you're sort of like, this is getting tiring. I don't want I'm going to slow down a little bit. It's like, no, no, I'll keep going. I always get pushed. I always like, get, I'm, I'm throwing hooks yeah. on the bag like you motherfucker. I'm visualizing right now. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like I mean, you do. That's the thing that's good about going to the class is like you do get pushed harder than than you normally can bring yourself to push yourself. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, and I also, I mean, lately too, I've had so much like so many issues with like like stiffness and things like that. So it's like half my workout. I always do like three rounds of jump rope, and then like lately it's do I'm doing like three rounds of like just like stretching and calisthenics and like getting on the DUT lines. You know, it's like these straps that hang off the cage, and you can just do all these really kind of crazy stretches oh, and stuff. That's DRX, good. That's yeah. good. DRX. I'm sorry. So when yeah. I, when I get up there, yeah, I mean, when, when yeah. me and my buddy Jay Wall get up, Brian's there. going to take a take a, a one day class, and then they're they're probably going to sign up. There's like a thirty day pass, uh-huh. and they they're going to probably end up doing at least that that much. Come on. Yeah. The only it's thing fun. is, this is a ways from the gym. That's like one of the things. It's just nice, a little bit nice inconvenient. Little drive. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I understand. Yeah. This is like me driving to Hermitage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I understand. hey, listen. <laughs> Let me tell you right now, though. You're 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 uh, you're fighting at one fifty five. Yep. Next fight. Next fight. That's my walk around weight. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh-oh. I'm excited about this weight cut right here. So Watch out, he's coming for you. you <laughs> Got to gain a little weight. <laughs> I feel like um, uh, 
Uh, how tall are you? Uh, like 5'10". 5'10". See, that's what I am, too. So that's makes, you're making me feel terrible because I'm like at 180 <laughs> right now. I literally just got taken off this high blood pressure medication I was on because I've lost 25 pounds since they put me on it. Right. right. Yeah, it's there good. You know, I'm very nice. excited about yeah, it. Yeah, nice. But but I still feel like, you know what? I'd be even better if I was like 170. I'd feel great at 170, which is what you're at right now. <laughs> yeah. So I'll go to 170. There you, you're on your way. And then you come back up and then you take that. And I'll take that belt from you. <laughs> <laughs> Again, you better gain some weight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I better, here's what I better not do. I better not get hit as much as I did last Thursday. Oh, I, <laughs> I got hit a lot. I it was sounds like, like he's got your number already, Joe. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. So, so run us through everything again, right? Let's, let's wrap this up, but I just okay. want to like talk about like yeah. where everybody can find you, where all the dates are, all the things. Yeah, okay. So what's what about your social media first? Like social where can people media, find you? First name, last name. I don't Donovan Salvato. Donovan Salvato. And, and you're I, on Instagram? Not yet. Okay. I need, I need to get an Instagram. But on Facebook. Yeah. Okay. I, Facebook. That's where I'm at. Okay, so, right on. I'm, like I'm I'm lame. Find find Donovan on Facebook. if you're a fan or if you're a possible sponsor, talk to Donovan Salvato. Even on if you're Facebook. a hater, you wanna just talk shit. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Post it up. Come and on. then, and then, when is the uh, uh, what's next? The grappling match, the, the, yeah, the, the championships. Gra- yep, the grappling uh, pro match uh, next Saturday, March third, and those are going to be at the Nashville Fairgrounds. They start at five o'clock. So okay, right ticket, on. Tickets are twenty five dollars if you want to come out and just have a good time. Now, yeah. and, and this is just straight. This is like submission grappling, submission only submission grappling. Submission grappling, but not no no striking or anything. Just straight yeah. up timed rounds and you try to submit each yep, other. Yep, submission only. So yeah. it's not going to be like points given. Uh-huh. It's everyone's going to be getting submitted that And is this, a, right. is this a pro uh, match? This is a pro match. Yeah, so that's I, cool. I do get paid for this. this is yeah. Cool. yeah. Yeah, I hope you uh, get paid for but it. But I'll be one of the first one, from one of the first matches. I'm still a blue belt. So uh, mm-hmm. the matches will definitely get uh, up in rank uh-huh. as the night goes on. So, like, Great. the black belts so, will fight last. The black belts will fight last. That's but so Sean, cool. Sean's going to be fighting on that. Sean Patton. Yep. Uh, Sean who, Patton. Uh, the guy who owns our, uh, our UFC gym. Yep. And he's had a, uh, a submission grappling match he's before. Two and he, and, he's 2 and 0. He's 2 and 0. Look at so that. This is his Look third one. Nothing I'm telling you, hanging man. out with winners. That's what, that's I love what, it. We're I love starting it. a tradition. It makes me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, also the new uh, head jiu-jitsu instructor at the UFC gym, Antonio. Uh-huh. Uh, he's got a match as well. Who's recently come here from Brazil, from Brazil to, to, to be the like, teacher, there. learning English right now. Yeah, yeah Logan yeah. had some so, some great things to say. So no, yeah. yeah. And, and is, is Carlos from Brazil as well? Uh, Carlos Antonio, same guy. Uh huh. That's the same guy. Same guy. Oh, okay. So I yeah. met him the other day. Um, yep, you met yeah. him. Uh, Gabriel is the other guy. Oh yeah, okay. I, I'm pretty sure Gabriel's from Brazil. As okay, well. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I met Carlos just the other day. Yep. I was talking to uh, the other Jason, who's in our MMA class, mm-hmm. and he just came in with his kid, who's taking his BJJ, BJJ class, and I was just working out. And then Carlos came by and said hello, and he introduced himself to me. And I said hello, Carlos. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't so, yeah, realize. Well, I, I knew I, yep. I knew he was one of the guys. You know. So we all have pro matches uh, March third. March third at the fairgrounds, and then the next Jonathan Ivy fight will be in August. Is that what you uh, said? July or August? July or August. Okay. There's not a set date yet. Just around. Okay. Around when? The undefeated prodigy. Undisputed, undisputed welterweight champ, submission right? specialist. But <laughs> this, by the way, this poster, uh-huh. this is legit. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> I love this. Bit. Your hair looks so good, Donovan. Thank you. <laughs> you gotta have good hair if you're the champ, man. No, yeah. I love it. It really is a cool poster. I love the colors. Yeah. Actually, do you have a copy of your poster? I've got a few of them. Yeah, that's cool, man. You don't look too mad. It's no, cool. I, I'm not a mad fighter. Yeah. I, I enjoy having fun. It's it's an art. Like it's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. Just... No, uh, no neck tattoos yet. No tattoos at all. Okay. No. 
I, this is no a, piercings. From, I used to have my nose pierced at one time. When, uh, <laughs> when we when my wife and I sometimes will just gamble like small little bets on a UFC card. Sometimes just to keep it fun. Five dollars on this. Five dollars on that. <laughs> when we're looking up the if, it, if we don't know who the fighters are, uh-huh. my default. In gambling, is always choose the guy with less tattoos or the woman with less tattoos. I don't know what why that is, but it seems to be. Is that working? I think it's working. You oh. know, so like when in doubt, it doesn't. It's not empirical, right? right? I'm just saying. Sometimes it's hard to tell who's got less. It's like, what's a, is the chest and the back the same as a sleeve, or is the is the calf with the pectoral muscle? Is that that's the equivalent of like? Or it's like, are they still doing barbed wire? Yeah. yeah. Now, now, real quick, I've been looking at your shirt right yeah. here, Joe. Uh, yeah. You know they're coming out with a Venom movie. Oh, I do. The Fault with Tom Hardy. Yeah, with Tom Hardy, okay. who's been doing a bunch of Muay Thai, getting ready for it. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm a big Tom Hardy fan. Yeah, yeah. So. I'm wearing a shirt that's a, an old school a Marvel comic shirt so that's what he's looking at my beautiful so, Marvel Donovan comic you're shirt. gonna come back right absolutely alright this we, was we, a good time we gotta is make it this over already th- yeah, yeah we gotta I make this not... a thing right yeah like, for this sure is just, cause then we can just keep doing it and then uh, and, and, and we'll, we'll be able to follow the journey man it'll be fun let's do it mm-hmm. yeah thanks for having me out yeah. yeah man we're glad to have you here thank you so much champ thanks Joe Nolan thanks Brian alright Brian and Joe Brian and Joe Joe and Brian Thank you. Yeah. I call him Sensei Joe. Oh, Sensei. <laughs> sensei and Sifu. <laughs> I tell oh. him to call me Sensei. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I'm, I'm done with that. Just <laughs> All right. Later. <laughs> <laughs>